This is BB Radio and I am your host, Katherine Dean. On today's episode, I'm going to talk with you girls about self-worth. Now, this is a topic that we have touched on a variety of different times, but I think uh, with all of us being in quarantine mode, it will be uh, nothing but elegant and, and, and appropriate for us to start working on ourselves because uh, after this, you know, um, this pandemic passes us through, of course, you know, we will be stronger, we will be wiser, but also too, we're going to have to pick up the pieces and kind of re, um, reevaluate our lives, if you will, reevaluate how we operate, how we move forward, how we look at life and sanitize and engage with people. I mean, you know, like, you know, we're all in a, a moment of hysteria, if you will, but at the end of the day, we're going to have to figure out a new norm. So I thought it would be great for me to drop gems on you girls pertaining to, of course, self-development um, and a variety of topics. So just get ready, okay, because Cat is dropping heat. Cat's probably going to drop heat way more often than I have um, in the past because, you know, we're on quarantine mode. Now, now if you follow me, though, on Instagram, you know I'm on slight quarantine mode, meaning that um, I, I have minimized completely, like, all the places I go, of course. Um, but I have been outside in terms of, uh, of having a meeting or so I've only had one meeting. Um, I had to let my interns go cause they went back to, uh, to school. So I had to say goodbye to them. And then I went to the store stuff like that. Uh, I did some, uh, quarantine in my car. So like I disinfected the car and then I'll sit in there and do some conference calls and stuff like that. But I haven't fully went like full isolation in the house. My kids are though. Um, which is very important to me because I don't want them to get sick and I don't want anything to compromise their immune system. So they've been quarantined. They are on day four. Okay, so yes, actually, they're really on like day six because we started this last week, but my son went to the gym, blah, 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 blah. Nevertheless, though, <laughs> we are in quarantine mode. I know you guys are too. And so I'm going to drop some heat and help you girls so that way we can elevate and grow and evolve because these are very interesting times and Cat Mama is here. Yes. So before we get into that, as always, I want to thank you girls so much for tuning into this episode. The love has always been real, but I think that in these trying times, our love grows even stronger. Um, some of you girls I know are concerned, nervous, scared. Um, and some of you girls are carefree. Um, I think everyone is at a different mental place. But at the end of the day, I need you all to know that we are in this together. I told you before I was here with you and I will always be with you. And at the end of the day, you know, if you need help with something, some advice, if you're scared, you're nervous, whatever, you know, I'm here. I'm not an expert, of course. Um, I don't know all of the technicalities of the coronavirus, but I do know about mindset shifting. I do know about positive thinking and I do know this will pass. It has to pass. I mean, there's been more interesting um, viruses that have came out and diseases that have came out over the years that have literally killed people by the thousands in a matter of days. So it's one of those things where I know that we can get past this, okay? Um, we just have to work together and follow the guidelines and, and, and be optimistic. <laughs> so I'm here for you and uh, I thank you so much and welcome to all of our lovely newbies, okay, that is on the scene. Uh, if this is your first time ever hearing my voice, I am Catherine Dean, aka Catherine DeRusso. Um, the girl was domesticated, okay? So if you heard some old podcast episodes, you're like, wait, she was saying Catherine DeRusso, now she switched up. I'm Catherine Dean now, yes, God, okay? And uh, my goal is to empower women. I am an author. I am the CEO of Girl Code Publishing, which is a publishing company that is catered towards helping women evolve. Um, pretty much the evolution of women, you know, all kind of stuff, you know. And uh, yeah, that's me. And uh, you are a part of a tribe of thousands, of women I'm talking about like from all over the world so as you hear my voice know that you are not alone know that there are many women from all ethnicities okay 
um, that are hearing this. And uh, yes, something else that I want to address really quickly because I do have a platform. And so I'm going to address this directly straight on the head and no sugarcoating. Um, I saw something that was very disappointing the other day. I was in the Dollar Tree and there was a Caucasian woman that was in front of me. And um, originally, uh, you know, the, the woman kind of looked like she was a little agitated anyway, but there are people walking past me, et cetera, et cetera. I'm in line. You know how when you're in line and you're in that weird spot where people can still kind of walk past you or walk in front of you because you're kind of in the walkway. So I'm standing there, right? And um, this woman turns around and she says, you need to be 10 feet back. And I'm looking like, who are you talking to? Now, immediately, you know, I'm the kind of girl, I, I, I get bugged. You know what I mean? Don't Please don't let this cute face fool you. You look at me crazy. You tell crazy to me, I'm going to flip out on your ass, period. And I'm ready for war. Like, that's just, I, I tell people all the time, I already got my gun on the table. I'm ready. Okay? So, this lady, she's like, you need to stay 10 feet back. So, I'm on the phone with my mom and I'm like, ma, I think this lady is talking to me or whatever. And I'm like, ma'am, are you, what did you just say? You know what I'm saying? you talking to me? You concerned about me? Okay? I'm thinking like, lady, what? You know, like, okay. The whole time though, okay, she doesn't respond to me though, but she says it again. And then she's constantly looking, at, she's looking at me. At least I thought she was looking at me. So she's looking in my direction, things like that. So now my mama like, you know, you want me to get off the phone with you? I said, nah, I'm gonna need a witness just in case something goes down because I'm about to flip out on this lady. You know, I don't know why she's looking at me like this. I don't know why she's saying these things to me, but I am not going, girl. It's too much shit going on in the world right now. I do not have time. Okay, to be getting into it with old Caucasian ladies, period. Okay, so then, as so I'm putting my stuff on the on the little conveyor belt, right? Something just tells me to turn around. So I happen to look to my left. There's an Asian woman behind me, and the person that she's talking to is not me. It's her. She's telling her to stay ten feet back. Okay, she's 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 looking at her. She's staring at her. She's constantly looking back at her. And I was so hurt in that moment. I was so disappointed in the human race. Now, not saying that racism is not alive. We all know that. Okay, please come on out. Okay. Like, um, at the end of the day, though, this woman was an older woman. Okay. And her immune system is compromised in this, in this hard time. I don't believe that this woman was over there in China, the specific uh, country, uh, the specific city. Okay. And she was over there doing some stuff and she created the coronavirus herself. Okay. I don't think that's how it went down. So for her to get prejudiced because she is uh, Chinese or Asian for that matter, because we don't even know what her true ethnicity is. See, sometimes people that are racist or they think that they're superior to people categorize people in general. Like, for instance, if you see someone of a Latino descent, you immediately say, oh, they're Mexican. You know, oh, oh, oh they're Mexican. They're, 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 you know, this is that. No, every, just because you look Hispanic does not mean that you're Mexican. You can be Puerto Rican. You can be a variety of different things. This this ethnicity thing branches out so many different sectors. Or so just like with African American people, you see African American person, or you see someone that's dark, and immediately you think, oh, they're black. You know, that's a black person. No, honey, no. We're Haitian. We're Jamaican. We come out. You know, we're 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 straight African, straight from the motherland. There's so many different varieties of us. You understand what I'm saying? Just like with Caucasian people. You have straight, you know, um, uh, European people, because ultimately, let me give you a little baby history lesson, okay? See, because see, this is the thing. The reason why I'm even talking about this is because of my platform. And this has a lot to do with self-worth. The thing is, is this, okay? If we go back to OG origin stuff, okay? 
Caucasian people are not originally from America. They're Europeans. Okay. So at the end of the day, this is not on any of our lands other than the, the originators, which were Native Americans. And then if you look into your full ancient civilization, you'll find out that the Mayans, AKA, okay. AKA people from Mexico, the Mexican descent. Okay. Are the people who were here originally. Do your research, baby. Now, you know, I'm a nerd. Okay. So, you know, you know, cat done read some books and watch the documentaries. Okay. At the end of the day, this isn't any of our lands technically. Okay. So we all are here by the grace. Okay. So when it comes down to sometimes this mindset that some Caucasians have, you know, where it's like, we're superior, we're this, we're that. You've got the game twisted. And just like with Caucasians or white skinned people, there's a wide variety Okay, you have British people, you have people that come from, you know, uh, um, all different continents, all, you know, they, they, they have white skin, Romania, all different. And I know some of you probably said that's all Europe, that's all Europe, but there's so many different branches that I'm not going to get into specifically in this conversation because you know, just as well as I know, you can see someone that has white skin, but they do not have to be Caucasian, like from America. You understand what I'm saying? So the thing is, is that we're all so many different, um, wonderful branches from an origin it is not asians a fault it's not their fault that this whole thing has went down this coronavirus it's not their fault you understand what i'm saying that they were not there creating the damn virus so for people to be so ignorant and to blame people who are chinese american over here been over here some of these people have been born here been there their whole damn life never even been in china okay for them to be abused beat up we're talking about literally like slandering their names calling them all kind of derogatory things i've seen some shit now i don't like to um indulge in too much negativity but i've seen so you know little, little things here and there so many different things that i'm just like wow you understand wow you 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 allow something to fuel something that was already inside of you truly you understand because racism is not something that you just you know, uh, you just catch, you know what I mean? You really have a personal issue with yourself. <laughs> but let's pull it back. You really got an issue with you. It's not the other people because you can't blame one part. You can't look at one person's actions, just blanket the whole damn ethnicity. You understand what I'm saying? Like there's the cultural things that follow suit with ethnicities. Yes, for sure. But it, it's preposterous to try to blame someone just like people that blame African-American people. And they say, oh, you know, when I when I see a black person, I clutch my purse. Bitch, I probably got more money than you. OK, <laughs> we're all not the same. We all cannot be classified or, or, or categorized because of one person's behavior that you may not even have ever engaged with. You saw a show, a TV show. You saw something that was on television that probably wasn't even in your real life. You saw something, you heard something, whatever. And now you're thinking this is how all people are. It's preposterous. And we have to grow and evolve as people because it's dumb. At this level, we all know that there's levels to this racism. There's levels to life. There's a lot of propaganda going on. Please, please, I beg of you to, to, to really reevaluate yourself if you are blaming Asian people for this particular virus. It's preposterous. You understand? It's very preposterous. Now, I'm not going to say that, um, which, which this is a very fine line of racism. Now, there's a very fine line of what I'm about to say. There have been some people that literally are very mean and derogatory towards Asian people. And there are some people that's just decided that, you know what, 
if they potentially are the carriers, I'm just going to avoid the Chinese population for now. I feel as though if that is your decision, that's not being racist. That's not being racist because the thing is that you're not being prejudiced. It's not like you're saying you're, you're fully saying, oh, because you're Asian, I'm not going to associate with you. It's it's a twist on the logic. Yes. And some of you might say, Kat, that is still being racist. No, no, it's not. It's really being precautious. And on top of that, if you don't have the hatred undertone in your heart, it's not racism. It's being logical. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's really being logical. It's like when Ebola came out, people were not black people, African-American people were not associated directly with African people. Okay, it's not that we're being racist against our own people. It's just that if you're telling me that the carrier is someone from China who has been to China or this particular city within a certain length of time, I have to be considerate of that. If I'm in the airport, in a hotel, if I'm passing through in a wide range, you know, wide range of people can come past and I decide that, hey, you know, um, I see someone that has on a mask because I'm not talking about all Asian people. No, I'm not saying that at all. I go to the grocery store all the time, honey. I've been in close counters with Asian people. Okay. What I am saying to you is that you see someone with a mask when you see someone looking sick and you decide, Hey, I'm going to kind of be over here. That's not being racist. That's being precautious. Okay. Now, if you're sitting here directly judging someone that, you know, a regular person and you're like, Oh no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to associate with you because you might have the Corona. That's an underlying racist. That's underlying racism. You understand? It's, it's just the intention behind it. That's what differentiates it all. You know what I'm saying? Like if you say, okay, I don't associate with black people because I've heard of the crime and I've heard of this and heard of that. That's racist. If you say I don't associate with African-American people because I don't know an African-American, those are two different things. Honey, you just may have grown up in an environment where it wasn't diverse culturally. Okay. There's environments like that. There's environments where some African-American people have never seen a Caucasian person. I mean, I don't want to say never, but what I mean is that you're not a part of the everyday culture. So in some neighborhoods, if a Caucasian person walks through, you're looked at as like, where you come from? You know what I'm saying? What you doing over here? Because of the fact that this is not where you normally habitat. You understand? So I just wanted to briefly talk about that because it's really unfortunate that we're seeing racism pop out of all different sectors and it happens so often. And it's like, it's been going on for so long, the beginning of time. So at the end of the day, I understand the segregation aspect and I understand why people feel the need to place people in categories and operate if they do. It's just in the human nature. It, it makes us feel comfortable. But at the end of the day, we must evolve as people because we know a lot of information. Back in the day, they didn't know a lot of information. They didn't know origins of races and, and things like that. Now we do 2020. Let's wake up. Okay, let's stop judging people based upon some shit that has something to do with them. You understand? Because you're going to mess around and mess up this whole damn economy system. You're going to mess around and mess up a lot of different movements. Okay, because you have no idea how big of an asset China is. Okay, as the United States, we cannot manage ourselves without China. You, you may not, you may not understand it. You might be like, what are you talking about, cat? Oh, look around your house, play. Look around your house. Look around. Lift up some of them plastic containers. Start looking around and seeing where your stuff is manufactured at, baby. It's manufactured in China. Okay? So either you're going to have to figure out a whole new way of living completely where you literally rely on U.S.-based products to manage your lifestyle or you're going to have to come up with a fine line of how you're going to operate in life because China is managing and manufacturing a lot of our lifestyles, honey. Please don't get this game twisted. All right? That's all I got to say about that. I ain't going to hold it on too long. You know, I'm not a negative creature. So at the end of the day, I, I can't talk about too many things that get people's emotions all riled up because I'm just not in that type of uh, energy space. But I wanted to address that because 
girl, I have Asian friends, colleagues, things like that. I am not about to be letting it go. Like, I'm the type of person, I'm going to defend you, baby. Somebody start getting froggy. That's why I was about to get froggy. I'm like, who is this lady talking to? You know what I mean? I'm going to go to bat for the, for, the, for the woman as well. You know what I mean? I don't have no shame in mind because I know my position of influence. Like, when you physically see me, I'm that bitch. I'm not just that bitch over the over the podcast. You know what I mean? I got the whole aura, the whole vibe. So when I talk to somebody, when I engage with somebody, if I say, hey, this is how you need to operate, or, 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 or I'm a defendant's person, people listen to me. People, people pay me some attention. So I use my shit, and I, I definitely ad- advise you to advocate for yours. Now, I'm not saying you need to get yourself in dangerous situations, but if you see a woman-on-woman engagement, if you see somebody who's just like the weak praying on the weaker, baby, you better jump in and handle that. Don't let these people... Don't let these people make you think that like you're, you know, inferior or that you're, you know, not able to defend people. I'm not trying to get you killed out here because some people get very aggressive, especially when they are told that what they're doing is wrong. So you have to use proper judgment. But at the end of the day, girl, please, you better band together as humans and as bad bitches. okay? because there's a lot of Asian women, okay, that listen to this podcast. And I know it for sure, for a fact. okay? so sure. Girl, we better stand together, okay? United, we stand. Bad bitches unite, period, okay? So pass this along, okay? If somebody else needs a little a, a racist uh, a historical lesson, feel free to play that portion of the clip on your um, Instagrams, okay? So that way people can understand because we, we got to get past this, all right? Now, let's get into this self-work, all right? <laughs> First 15 minutes was like, ah! Now let's get into some uh, development, all right? Because I'm not going to do too many... I'm, I am doing two episodes on this coronavirus. After that, girl, we got to move on. You know what I'm saying? In terms of evolution. Now, if some things do take place that we need to address, I'm here for you. Okay? So, my, my other two podcast episodes are really about preparation and moving forward with, you know, the pandemic that's taking place. So, there's not necessarily harvesting on negative things. I'm just trying to help you girls out to get to the next level. Because I don't know about you, but for a couple of days, I was lost. I didn't know if I should be excited. I mean, not excited. I don't know if I should be scared. I didn't know if I should be taking this lightly hell I didn't know what to think now girl I'm like all right my perspective you know it's somewhat of the same I still take it lightly but at the same time I'm a little bit more cautious than than I was before um so that's that now regarding self-worth okay now if you have the bad bitch manual then you know the first thing that we kind of dive into is self-worth within the book now Self-worth is very important, especially when you are in social environments, right? When I say social environments, I'm talking about like pretty much anything. Like being on Instagram is a social environment, you know, um, going to work, you know, school, family. Anytime you have to engage with human beings, I know we're on social distancing, but what I'm talking about is engagement of people, right? You can talk to people on the phone. That's being sociable. Now, the thing about that is, though. A lot of times when you are not comfortable with who you are as a person, your um, issues showcase or your issues kind of um, lead the way for you, if you will. So what that means is this: some of you girls have insecurities, right? So you may not have had your mother around or your father around or people made you feel a certain kind of way growing up. So what happens for you is that when you become an adult, you showcase all of these issues, whether you know it directly or indirectly. So, for instance, if you ever talk to somebody who tells you about what's going on in their life and you don't even know them, like you may have like had a random conversation. Say you getting coffee at Starbucks, right? And somebody be like, yeah, I lost my job today. 
you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh man, I'm sorry for, you know, to hear that. Or you might validate them and start talking to them and giving them advice or whatever, whatever. That's a person who seeks validation. They want someone to tell them, oh, it's going to be okay. Life is going to move on, et cetera, et cetera. That's what they're looking for from you. So they're looking for validation. Um, if you've ever seen someone that, you know, like in a relationship, you ask your man, you say, oh, do I look nice in this dress? Do I look pretty in this dress? It's because you're seeking validation. The reason why you seek validation is probably because someone never told you that you were beautiful. No one probably ever told you that, or you may have heard it randomly. Or for instance, you know, people may have um, like forgotten, like for instance, with that example of the person at the Starbucks, right? So if you're telling someone, oh, I just lost my job, you probably have never had someone to care about your well-being or care about your moves and how you operate. So what happens is, is that in the real world, you showcase all of your issues, okay? Through random conversations, random comments, etc. Now, when you know who you are as a person and you've done some real healing, okay, healing is the key component in this thing, and then you acknowledge and establish who you are past that healing, that's when you'll be able to stand more solid in the human society. Now, the thing about it is, though, healing is a very big step and it is a process, but at the same time, it can be a very quick process. You must understand that there is some behavior that was completely out of your control. Meaning that how your parents treated you, family treated you, and even how you treated you. Strictly because you all did everything based upon as much knowledge that you had at that moment. Okay, so sometimes we want to beat up on ourselves and say, oh, I wish I could have did better. No, you couldn't have done better because you didn't know better. But now that you do know better, all of your future endeavors will be better. Okay, that's how life goes. And what happens though is that sometimes we get stuck in what could have been and we get stuck in who we were supposed to be and what we think and all sorts of shit. And then what ends up happening is that we don't evolve, we don't grow, we're stuck, we're at this phase and we can't get past it and we're confused. Like, why can't I get past it? That's because you're too stuck. You're too stuck. You're trying to answer too many questions that you don't need. You, you don't need to answer to. And you would never know the answer to. Like you would never know why somebody mistreated you. You would never know why your mother talked to you that way. You would never know why your father abandoned you. And even if they tell you a reason and a logic, it still won't make you feel okay. It won't. Because at the end of the day, nothing can make you feel okay. Because nothing can replace the pain or the trauma that you experience. So you're in a weird environment and a vicious cycle and you have to pull yourself out. You have to love yourself a little bit more to pull yourself out. And how you pull yourself out is by saying that whatever has happened has already happened. Okay? This person obviously didn't know, you know, the best moves to make in that situation. And even if they did, this was the decision that they made. Okay? It's already done. It's already done. There's nothing you can do about it. Literally. Like, that's like the realness of the situation. Now, what you have to do is move the fuck on. You understand? It doesn't matter. At a certain point in life, it doesn't matter if your mother wasn't there for you. It doesn't matter if your father wasn't there. It doesn't matter how many people didn't pay you any attention. It does, that shit doesn't even matter. That shit is cute when you are at a certain age and a certain mindset. And when I say cute, I don't mean it in a very adorable way. I mean, it's cute in terms of you can continue to use that shit as your crutch. That's cute. But at the end of the day, don't nobody care. When you get to a certain age in life and a certain responsibility level in life, don't nobody care about your personal issues or your past or how you grew up? Okay, people don't care. All they care about is who you present today. That's who matters. And that's what I'm trying to get you to do is to focus on who you are today, not the bitch you used to be, because you can't focus on her. You can't focus on the mistreatment that you experienced. Why? Because that was probably 10, 15, 20 years ago. Tuh. Let's keep it 1,000. It was a long ass time ago, baby. Let it go like frozen. Okay, we've all been through trauma. No one is extra special and no one has an extra special story. 
Have you heard these human stories? Have you heard some of the trauma, some of the physical trauma that people have experienced? Mental trauma, girl. I feel like I'd be hearing story, worst story after worst story. I'd be like, damn, I thought my life was crazy. No, Nelly. No, no, no. So at the end of the day, <laughs> what we've been through, it does not matter at a certain point because people expect for you to show up as a solid creature. People don't care that your mama didn't listen to you when you was growing up. People expect for you to perform and be the best version of yourself right now. So what you have to do is you have to heal. You have to understand that, you know, whoever did, they did what they did when they did it. Now let's move on. Okay. Who you going to be? Who you going to show up as? How you going to be the baddest bitch? Okay. How you going to heal yourself? How you going to move past, you know, the trauma, the issues? How you going to do that? That's what you need to focus on, baby. That's the only thing that really matters. You understand? So. The next thing, though, from this healing process is reestablishing yourself. Okay, now, once you have healed yourself, right, your self-worth cup is going to go up just a little bit, strictly because now you're not as vulnerable. Now, when someone talks to you, you're not about to cry. Girl, I had a moment in my life where I was so, I felt so unvalued, undervalued, and I was looking for so much validation that if someone said something to me, I would cry. Like, I would want someone to just validate me so much because I was so hurt. I was like a poor, sweet, delicate baby. And I just wanted people to have empathy for me. And the thing about it was the more and more I seeked empathy, I didn't get it. And it hurt me even more and even more. And I was like, damn, I was like, wow, where am I, you know, where do I, how do I, how do I breathe from this? How do I get past this? It's like you acknowledge, right? The, the fact that, you know, you've been hurt, you've had trauma, right? You, you, you've in some degrees forgiven these people because you realize that they not know what they do, right? So now you're raw and you're just sitting here like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I, uh, all right, I'm, 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 I'm trying to forgive and, and, and I'm, I'm clearing my mind and I know I have to think positive. All right, what do I do next? Now you got to rebuild. Now you got to rebuild. Now you have to decide on what type of bitch are you going to be? Who are you going to show up as now? Okay, because you know that your past doesn't matter anymore. The way you grew up does not matter anymore because you've healed from that. Now, who is the woman that you're going to be now? That's what you have to decide. Now, how you make this decision is you start tapping into yourself. It has a lot to do with your confidence factor. Right. Because we talk about confidence. So how you develop confidence is you have a acknowledgement of your past. You know what you've been through. You know what you've overcome. You've accepted these things and you are growing and working towards the things that you are not doing so well. Right. So you're getting better and better with yourself. That's how you build confidence. So when it comes down to your self-worth component, you're going to need that. You're going to need a dash of confidence in there because that's going to help you build the new foundation. You have to know where you've been. In terms of not harvesting on it, but understand what you have overcome, uh, uh, the trauma you've overcome. If your mama was not there for you, understand the fact that you're sitting here right now listening to this podcast. You are a victor, baby. It doesn't matter the little holes that you're experiencing. You'll be okay. You understand the fact that you're still here right now and you can hear me. You're a victor. Put that on your checklist of shit that you can do. Okay, put that on a checklist. Other things, too. The fact that you can communicate, the fact that you're even listening to me and deciding to take the necessary steps to get your shit together. That is powerful in itself, baby. Don't water that down. That's a part of your confidence factor. All these different things. If you've won tournaments in life, I'm talking about, you could be a child. It doesn't matter if you have help. You snagged a fine ass man. Okay, you know what I'm saying? One that was completely out of your league at that time. Honey, that's a win. That's an accomplishment. Okay, you better add that to the checklist. Why? Because you're going to need all that good energy, that good momentum to propel you to the next step. Because the only way you can be confident is to be solid. And the only way you can be solid is to know who you are. 
And the only way you know who you are is know what you've been through. Okay? And know what you've overcome. You got to look at your wins, not your L's. Because your L's are going to keep you defeated. If you keep focusing on what didn't work, you're not going to make anything work. You have to focus on what was working, okay, big or small, and allow that to create the momentum to move you forward. So now, okay, you've healed, right? You're on the process of building your confidence. Now you need to realize, well, all right, what is my value? Where do I place things at? Who am I? What's going on? Blah, 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 blah. You must understand some different components, right? You're a woman, okay? So being a woman, or you may not be a woman. You may be a homosexual man. Either way, it doesn't matter. You have feminine qualities to you, okay? Now, the thing about it is, is that you bring certain things to the table. It's not a natural nature. You are a nurturer. You are a lover. You are a planner. You are a, uh, 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 a um, forecaster. That is not our natural nature. That's what women bring, and that's what that feminine energy brings to a masculine dynamics. That is a part of your worth dynamics, okay? Because, see, a lot of times when we play ourselves and we water ourselves down because we think we have nothing to bring to the table. And some people would say, oh, cooking and cleaning is nothing. Bitch, you cook and clean then. You cook and clean and you go to work or you cook and clean and take care of some kids or you, you know what I'm saying, manage a household and then you come back and tell me how well it is and how good it is and how easy it is. Because it's not. Okay, when you have people that you're responsible for, even if you just, have, if you have no kids and you just got a man and you're responsible for him, okay, that's a lot of damn work. Especially if you're really doing your shit. Okay, we're not talking about like lukewarm in it. I'm talking about really doing it. I'm talking about like planning, you know, organizing the money, making sure the household is, is maintained, thinking about the future, organizing things, implementing stuff. That is real work, honey. And that is what us fem females we bring to the table. Now, the thing about that is, though, you know, you have to understand that that is a part of your, your gems. That's a part of what you bring to the pot. Now, a lot of us, when we don't know this, we end up playing ourselves and we end up looking at the man as being a prize. I'm not saying that men are invaluable. What I am saying is that we must understand our own worth. This is not a man bashing session. Never has been, never will be. But what it is, is it's a moment of clarity for you. You understand? You have to know where you're at. So when you understand that you bring these things to the table, this is the value that you have. This is what you, you know, you, 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 you know, you add. That's a part of your worth system. Okay, so when you present yourself out here in this world, you have to know who you are, what you've been through, be solid with it, heal from it. And then on top of that, though, when you execute yourself, when you are out here in this world, you must know, okay, that being a woman, A, has value. You understand? Now, we can get into the nitty gritty and the specifics because all of those things add value. The fact that, you know, you may be extremely smart, okay, we're not talking about like, any, any kind of level. You can have a PhD or you could have never been to college, but you have street smarts. You understand how things operate. You may be a great organizer. You may be um, uh, whatever, whatever skill sets that you have. Okay, that is a part of your worth system and that stuff is important. Why? Because it, this is like a skill set, right? If you're going out for a new job and they ask you, what do you do? What are you good at? How can you add value to this business? Okay. The worth components, the things that we just talked about, are the things that you would say in an interview. You would say, oh, I've worked here. Oh, I've had this experience. Oh, I've done that. It's the same dynamics when it comes down to life. Because so, for instance, when you're looking for a new partner and your partner says, who are you? What do you bring to the table, et cetera? You could drop that shit like a mixtape. Okay, you could be like, look, I cook, I clean, I know how to organize things. I can help you with your finances. I can do this, I can do that, I can do that, I can do that. And you know what ends up happening is when you're talking to that masculine counterpart, he can size your ass up as an equal, okay? And not as someone who he has to be Captain Save-A-Hole <clears throat> or any dynamics to where he feels as though you are on the same level. Because the thing is, you know, this is a little secret. Men actually want women on their same level. 
See, people, they think that, oh, women, men, men want women that are damsels in distress. It's not that they want to dance on the stress and it's not that they want an extreme boss bitch that's trying to be more masculine than them. It's just they want a woman that's solid, a woman that knows what she brings to the table so then he can decide where he fits at. And also, too, baby, you can decide because, see, if you know what you bring to the table, let's just say you're really good at finances, right? And you talk to you, you dating this guy, whatever, and he's not good with finances. You can make a decision if you want to continue down this road because you realize, hey, we don't have this in common. But the only way you would know if you have something in common is if you know what you got going on. If you don't know what you got going on, then you can't do anything. That's just basic principle. You understand? So you must be acknowledged. You must acknowledge who you are and what you bring to the table. So that way you can solidly navigate into the world. Okay, now from there, though, you're going to be able to stand stronger. And then let me tell you this little piece that you're going to need the last little bit, the little cherry on top. You're going to have to figure out, which I kind of briefly already said, but you're going to have to figure out what type of bitch you're going to be. Okay, because you can make a decision at any given moment who you're going to be. Is you going to be the depressed girl that continues to talk about her past? You're going to be that bad bitch that's living her life, making money, making shit happen. You're going to be that confident college kid who's handling her business, getting, you know what I'm saying, taking, taking names, getting checks, telling you what's good. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be that ultimate YouTuber, you know what I'm saying, that's making that coin. Okay, that, that, that's definitely, you know, rising above all of the adversaries of the world. You can decide who you're going to be. You can decide how she looks, how she talks, and the level in which she operates. Okay, you can decide this. You have to make the decision though. Once you acknowledge who you are, once you start healing, once you go through all that stuff, it doesn't take time. You can do this all shit, all this shit in one day. Girl, you could sit, listen to this podcast, and get yourself organized in thirty minutes to an hour. And next thing you know, you'll be on a whole new vibration. Vibrational shifting takes place in a matter of seconds. It's literally a thought that can change your whole vibration. So please don't get into the ideologies that oh, change takes takes time. A little bit. You know what I'm saying? I think it's the, the regurgitation and also it's the continuous motivating that you have to do after you make a decision because of the fact that like life happens and you're going to get sidetracked. So you have to continuously motivate yourself and remind yourself, hey, we're on this journey. Hey, we have things to do. So as long as you keep that there, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, you'll be able to 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 get where you need to go. And then even, like in the beginning, of course, it's a coaching thing. We have to tell yourself to do this, tell yourself to do this. But what will happen after a while is, is that you'll be on smooth selling and it will become a part of who you are. I did not believe that at first. I thought I was going to have to just continue to work, 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 work. No. Mm-mm, mm-mm. What happens is if you put in that work in the beginning, it's going to become smooth selling. And it becomes a part of you and who you are. It's not something that where you have to put in all that thought processing and all that stuff. It, that's not necessary. So the thing is, is that when you decide on what type of bitch you're going to be, and I say that because it's it's true. It's, and, and I feel like that phrasing and the ideology really hits you. What type of bitch you going to be? What type of woman you going to be out here in these world? You know, sit in the driver's seat of your life and make a decision. You understand? Because at the end of the day, you can be whoever you want to be. You literally could be whoever in the God's green earth you want to be. <laughs> Like there is nobody telling you other than you to to, you know, restrict yourself to not do this, to not do that. If you really think about it, that voice in your head truly is you. OK, you can blame it on, say, the past and people and this is and that. No, it's you because you keep allowing the thoughts to continue to offset, offset your mind. You keep allowing this thing to continue to replay in your mind. So then therefore you're doing this to yourself because what was said to you 10 years ago was said to you 10 damn years ago. Girl, please get over it. Move on. Okay, thank you. Next. All right. Now, 
regarding this self-worth, and this is my conclusion to the whole thing, when, regarding this, this self-worth component and everything, I want you girls to feel more comfortable in your skin so that way you can feel more comfortable in the world, okay? When you understand who you are and whose you are, um, that's an unfuckwittable location, okay? That, that's a location where no matter what someone says to you, what someone does to you, no matter what life tragedy takes place, no matter what is going on, you'll be able to be solid, Okay. See, the reason why I brought up this self-worth is because I need for you girls to be solid. These are very interesting times. And if you are a mother, you have to support your babies and, and help them and reassure them that everything is going to be okay because we all don't know what the hell is going on. Okay. Never in the history of never, at least not in my existence of life. I'm sure back in the days, of course, when they had some pandemics take place, but girl, they done closed down everything. Okay. Everything. Okay, so at the end of the day, we don't know what's going on. This could be temporary. This could be long-term. I have no idea what's popping. You can need to know who the hell you are right now. Okay, so that way you can support other people and be there for other people. Not saying you have to. Okay, because sometimes your strength is physically shown, and that's motivation for other people. You understand? Like for myself, I don't have to tell you how I'm living. I never show you guys my life, really. I show you pizza, bits and pieces. It's my, my, my solidarity that you see. It's my strength that you see. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's how I talk and how I move that make you feel comfortable. That makes you feel like, all right, this bitch got it. I don't know what she got, but I know she got something because I can hear it in her tone. I can see it in her eyes that she's good. That sometimes is the motivation people need to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like I saw um, me and my kids, this was before they closed out the restaurants. We were at Chili's, right? And so my daughter saw one of her schoolmates or whatever. And so me and the mom kind of had a little brief chat and I was like, yeah, you know, enjoy the vacation. And she kind of paused for a minute and looked at me like, huh? You know, but she was like, that's a nice way to kind of put it. But you can tell it in her eyes like, huh, I never thought about it like that. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, I, I'm nervous too. But right now it seems like a little vacay. You know what I mean? I mean, that's that's my, my spin on it. I don't know what the hell is happening, girl. I hope they let these kids go back to school, girls. Okay, go back to school, go, go back to life. You know what I mean? I had a whole 2020 summer organized. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'm sitting here like, what? You know, but nevertheless, though, these are the times that you have to know more than ever who you are. Okay, and stand solid in it. Now, be sure to reread the Know Your Worth portion of Bad Bitch Manual now that I have expounded on it a little bit more. Some things may make more sense to you, um, you know, because the manual is just that blueprint. You know what I mean? Through the podcast, through different uh, sessions that we're going to be doing, especially right now because we're in quarantine mode. Um, we're going to talk about the book more in depth because I would like for this to be an A. So when we get out of this mode, girl, <laughs> girl, we're going to be looking like the Avengers. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. We're going to be looking like the Avengers. Girl, we're going to have banging bodies. Our minds are going to be organized. Girl, quarantine, what? Girl, that was exact level of self-care that the humans needed in order to regroup and re-find out who in the world we are. You understand? So enjoy this time, baby. Don't get nervous. Don't get scared, but make sure that you are prepared. Okay. That is my logic on everything, honey. Preparation is key. I always tell you, you can get through anything with optimism and a plan. Okay. Please take heed to that. Now, I love you girls deeply and dearly. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Please don't ever question your self-worth. Why? Because you need to know who you are and then your ass will never question it. Okay. I love you so much. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at I am Kat Duro. Be sure to follow the Bad Bitch Podcast page, which is Bad Bitch Radio Podcast. Ah, <laughs> mouthful. And also to check out the website and order your book if you have not. Okay, bad. It's on badbitchradio.com for now. 
actually um i'm going to make an announcement the book is going to be available on a different website so i'll let you know that keep your ears to the ground all right i love you girls so much thank you so much for listening to this podcast be safe out here don't play any games make sure you wash your damn hands put on some latex gloves girl and get out here okay if you got to get out here you get out here if you can stay inside then you stay inside okay i need you girls to be healthy i need to see you at the end of 2020 all right love you babies ciao